Ladies and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Robert Louis Stevenson startled the world when he gave it Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, this masterly portrayal of the warring forces of good and evil forever struggling for ascendancy in every human breast. But the child is ever father to the man, and for that reason we took you back in our last episode to Henry Jekyll's early boyhood to mark the traces of that strange duality of nature which in after years were to bear such bitter fruits. A simple childish quarrel with Margaret Utterson, daughter of his father's dearest friend, rouses the latent demon in Henry, and the result is an accident which may well have led to tragedy. But Margaret escapes with minor injuries, and that night, his father, Edward Jekyll, reveals to Mr. Utterson the dark forebodings as to Henry's future. Some years elapse, and we now see the young Jekyll as a tall stripling of 17, nearing the end of his college days and to all outward appearances, as handsome and fine a young man as one would wish to see. The scene is the senior's room, and the time, that brief hour between supper time and the evening prep. Uh, what do you think, fellas? Markham's been expelled. What? what? Well, serve him right. He's had chances enough. He knew what he was asking for, breaking bounds like that. But even if he did, it seems a bit hot sending him down for that. It wasn't merely breaking bounds, my little innocent. It was what he did with his illicit liberty. I warned him that the head wouldn't stand for any more little frolics in Thorley Woods. Thorley Woods? What was he doing there? <laughs> Picking blackberries, of course. But, uh, oh, I... Shut up, you lot. Well, well, what's the matter with our Mr. Jekyll tonight? Not looking his usual cheery self. Not upset by the sad fate of little Mark the baby Romeo, are you? Well, what are you so smug about, anyhow? Mark's been unlucky, that's all. True enough, my friend. Who am I to cast the stone? Oh, I forgot. Rogers told me the head wanted to see you, Jekyll. Uh, where is he? In his study. All right. Now, don't any of you others pinch my chair while I'm away. You'll be gone for an hour, old chap. No doubt the head wants to get a little guidance from his head prefect on how to put down vice in the senior school. Oh, dry up, Pelton. You're a poisonous toad. Well, at least everybody knows it. Why, what do you mean? Oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, pray allow me to open the door for your holiness to pass through. Don't be an ass. What are you always picking on Jekyll for, Pelton? Oh, he's so confoundedly irreproachable, he gets on my nerves. This fellow is hardly human. Always tops the list in exams. Never misses a class. Has all the blues for sport and I don't doubt kneels down by the side of his blameless bed every night and prays for mere sinners like you and me. He's too good to be sure. Come in. Ah, Jekyll, come in and sit down. Thank you, sir. I, uh, I want to have a talk to you about this affair of Markham's, uh, most unpleasant business. Yes, sir. As head prefect, I repose a confidence in you that isn't shared by the other boys. I... I want your complete frankness, Jekyll. Thank you, sir. I appreciate what you've said. Have you noticed a peculiar change that's come over some of the boys in the senior school during the last few months? In what way, sir? Mm, oh, uh, in a loosening of discipline. A general decline of uh, moral standard. This affair of Markham's is only a culmination of a series of things that have been taking place for some time. Markham was found in Thorley Wood last Saturday afternoon with, uh, with one of the maids from the Horsam Arms. 
are in a state of, well, one can only call it drunkenness. Markham was? Oh, you find it hard to believe. So do I, Jekyll. But there can be no possible mistake. Mr. Finch, the classic master, was walking through the woods with his wife and, uh, well, what they saw made it impossible for me to allow young Markham to remain at this college any longer. I see. But Markham was not alone. There was another boy with him, but he was apparently sober and heard the sound of footsteps. He ran away through the undergrowth before either Mr. or Mrs. Finch could see who it was. And Markham didn't say who he was. And refused to say a word. Uh, Jekyll, uh, have you any idea as to who this other boy could be? I, sir? Why, no, I... No, I haven't the least idea. Hmm. I have a feeling that if we could find him, we... We may put our fingers on the cause of all this unpleasantness that's been happening during the past few months. A boy like Markham wouldn't have sunk to that sort of thing unless someone had influenced him. Mind you, I'm, I'm not asking you to spy out on your friends, but I do hope I can count on your help in clearing up this matter. Markham's life is ruined. I can't stand by and see other boys destroy themselves without doing everything in my power to stop it. You, you understand, Jekyll? Yes, sir. I understand, sir. We must stamp out this vicious thing that suddenly appeared in the school, as one would put one's heel on the head of a reptile. And with as little pity. Uh, you would not be guilty of treachery, I want to point that out, if you told me anything you knew or suspected. No, sir. I understand that perfectly, sir. Mm, good. Well, I, I can rely on you. Uh, come to me if you have any idea as to who is at the bottom of this, and everything you tell me will be treated with the greatest confidence. You, uh... You haven't any suspicions offhand, have you? No, sir. Not the remotest idea. Why, I can't imagine anyone who could do such a thing, sir. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, keep your eyes and ears open and report to me immediately. Oh, uh, there's the bell for evening prep. I, I won't keep you any longer. Oh, Jekyll, when do you sit for your exams? Uh, at the end of next month, sir. Hmm. I'd be sorry to lose you. Going to do medicine, aren't you? Uh, medicine and science, sir. I expect you to do well. You've always been a credit to us, Jekyll. Thank you, sir. I hope I always shall be, sir. Mm. Uh, by the way, uh, you might have a word with young Markham sometime this evening. He asked to see you. It mightn't do any harm to talk to him. Where is he, sir? Up in the tower room. I thought it best to put him there, away from all the other boys. I'll see him before I go to bed, sir. And don't forget, report back to me anything of interest he might have to tell you. Good night, Jekyll. Uh, just close the door, will you? Me. Yes, sir. I did. I want to tell you what a swine you are, Jekyll, but it doesn't seem to matter now. Oh, well. I'd just go ahead if it helps. It'll take more than that to help me. You understand what this means, don't you? Yes, I think I do. I wonder. Your people are rich. Mine aren't. It's taken a lot of doing without to send me here. 
Can you guess what it's going to be like when I have to face them tomorrow? Well, I'll make it up to you. I swear I will. Give me a clean sheet and a chance to start again. I know. Not even all your money can do that. They don't take men into the civil service with a kind of record I'm going to have when I leave here. I've made an unholy mess of things now. I'll suffer for it for the rest of my life. The worst of it is that others have to suffer too. My people are, are old. I'm their only child. They've scrimped and saved to send me to this college. The things I've been going to do, the career I've been going to have has, has been the whole meaning of life to them. Tomorrow when they come here to see the head, they've got to be told it... it's finished. I... I'd rather have died than do this to them. Good Lord, has the world come to an end because you can't go into the civil service? Oh, I hate you, Jacob. You're so devilishly clever. Not a single soul suspects you. I suppose the head sent you here tonight to find out who my accomplice was. <laughs> That's funny. That's one secret I can be sure of you keeping to yourself. You're not likely to go down and tell him it was you. Shut up, will you? Shut up. If you keep on shouting at the top of your lungs, there'll be no need to tell him. So you're... You're no more anxious to be found out than I was. Of course I'm not. Who wants to pay the penalty for the sins he commits? But you will, Jekyll. Someday you will. You can get away with it for a long time if you're clever enough. But eventually it'll all catch up with you. <laughs> not me. I'll get away with it always. I'll find a way somehow. I could prove you're wrong right now. How? By going downstairs and telling the head who was with me that day in Thornley Wood. You? You wouldn't do that, Markham. I'm not so sure that I wouldn't. Why should I take the whole of it? If it hadn't been for you, I'd never have gone there. Never have spoken to those girls, never drunk their beastly wine. But you wouldn't tell the head, Markham. I would, I tell... Good heavens, Jekyll. Why are you looking at me like that? What's come over you? Don't stare at me that way. Your eyes. What's the matter with your eyes? Keep away. What are you going to do? Don't bury your teeth like that. You're terrible. Jekyll, don't. Don't. Keep away from that window. Keep away, you fool. He's fallen. Down to the ground, onto the stones. His body's lying there. I didn't, didn't do it. I, I didn't do it. He jumped of his own accord. I never touched him. What's the matter? What's going on in there? Oh, oh it's Markham, sir. He threw himself out of the window right before my very eyes. Oh, it was horrible. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Stand back, stand back, boys. My dear Jekyll, this is terrible. What a tragic finish. Sit down in this chair. Oh. Oh, get him some brandy, someone. He's going to faint. 